Hello, and welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I wanted to talk about my trip to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. With this trip, I ended up traveling with my direct and extended family on my mother's side for a weekend family reunion that they have done for over 30 years. A great part about this one is that it was the first family reunion that I can remember that wasn't an extended family's home, which made it for a more interesting and new experience. To listen to more podcasts such as these, please like and subscribe while I talk about Chapter 17, Myrtle Beach. Why do we end up going to Myrtle Beach for our family reunion? First, we ended up going during the summer of 2010. Secondly, our family reunion is actually called the Donnell Family Summit. My family on the mother's side had decided to do our family reunion as a getaway destination just to switch it up a little bit. One of the places that was centrally located had a lot of things for people to do was Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, since most of my family does live in the South. Also, my aunt was able to get a great vacation rate on a resort hotel in Myrtle Beach, so it made it a win-win situation for all of us. How did I get down there? One of my aunts that lives in the Delaware area and my uncle drove with me eight hours in one day down to Myrtle Beach from Philadelphia to enjoy the family reunion. If you do decide to travel to Myrtle Beach, here are some tips that I recommend doing while you're there. I did travel there with my family, but some of these things I recommend are more based off of the particular time of my life being in my early 20s and in family situations. For one tip, not too expensive. Flying to Myrtle Beach from many different locations across the country is very inexpensive, sometimes round-trip tickets being less than $100, especially if you're flying airlines such as Spirit Airlines, but again, it's Spirit Airlines. While you do need a car to get around, uh, taking an Uber to key locations for a night might be best than driving around, especially if you're doing a lot of night drinking activities. For many, in highly populated northeastern cities, you're honestly less than a day trip to getting down here as well. So if you do decide to drive a car, it is in your means. As well, with it being in South Carolina, food, hotel, and entertainment costs seem to be far less than other major beach locations such as Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Ocean City, New Jersey, so on and so forth. Tip number two place for everyone. Compared to other major cities that are in beach locations, there are plenty of diverse hotels, food, activities, and plenty of things to do for families, older individuals who are in their senior years, or young professionals who want to just have a great night out. From golf resorts to bars, amusement parks, minor league baseball games, Anything is at your grasp within Myrtle Beach. 
Another tip is free events. As many beach locations do, over the summer, there are lots of free events that are happening, such as concerts, fireworks. There's always something to do on Myrtle Beach, particularly during the summertime. So if you do decide to go to Myrtle Beach, summer might be your best season. Another tip, different areas of Myrtle Beach. The area is not a city, more of a collection of 10 plus towns and communities that make up Myrtle Beach. There are some areas like North Myrtle Beach that is a bit quieter and more communal than the downtown touristy areas of Myrtle Beach that had its characters and sometimes referred to as Dirty Myrtle. I guess when I was there, I didn't really see that, but if an older person, I probably would definitely see that. Just know, just know, do some research on what area that caters to your wants and needs for that weekend and plan accordingly. My last tip, tip number five, Southern Hospitality. This area is a resort vacation area. Thus, in my time there, I did feel that true Southern hospitality of the staff, workers, and fellow people on vacation. I really felt the, the, the charm. I really felt the niceness. And just being very saying hello down the streets and just wanting to know who you are as a person. Just understand that it's still the South at the end of the day. Thus, there are some aspects of their culture someone from not the South might find confusing and also somewhat offended, such as seeing Confederate flags on people's cars and uh, shirts and different paraphernalia. So just understand that before you go down that you might not have the same experience culturally and comfort from a northeast city or more coastal city than in Myrtle Beach. But again, I had no issues whatsoever. Everyone down there was very nice and accepting. And for Myrtle Beach, I had no issues whatsoever. But just understand that my tips for traveling to Myrtle Beach and if you decide to go all those and, and understand all those perspectives of Myrtle Beach, you should definitely have a great time. Before I go into the story portion of my podcast, I kind of want to talk more about the background of the summit because it's been a very important aspect of my family over the years of my life. So every two years, my direct family on my mother's side hold a family reunion in which one of my mother's siblings plans for and she has around six siblings. Normally, these entail traveling to a location close to their home, and we would spend a weekend catching up, going out in the area, and being one with one another. In 2010, my eldest aunt decided that she wanted to do something a little bit different, a little bit special. Thus, she wanted to have a destination summit, someplace where it was easy for all of us to attend, and since most of my family lives in the South from Florida, Alabama, North Carolina at that point in time, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina seemed to be the best destination, centrally located, as well as a lot of things to do for us. She had paid for a large hotel for all of us in a resort condominium in the South of Myrtle Beach, right on the beach, for us to stay for four nights. So each family basically had their own hotel room. It was a great change of pace that offered more to do than many of our summits beforehand. Now, this is a time in the podcast which I start talking about 
out of all the experiences I had in this X location, this is a story that first comes to mind. Do that for this podcast for a couple of reasons. One is what I really remember about Myrtle Beach are the small little memories that I do have and experiences like me and my brother sitting on the beach talking about the next phase of our lives, basically us graduating undergrad, traveling with my uncle to the grocery store and us having laughs going to and from, spending time at the beach with my family, just relaxing and just seeing the visuals that were there. And also going to Ripley's Believe It or Not with a few of my cousins and just enjoying time with one another. While I remember those instances and I remember that I went to those places, I honestly, over 10 years, don't remember any of the specifics whatsoever. Because it was only 10 years ago. And second, during those times, those were the most important moments of that day. And when you're living in the present, there's nothing more important than the present. But after weeks, months, and years, those importancies of the present become distant memories of the past and then become just what happened in the past. Trying to grow to understand the importance of those memories and the importance of the past. Because that's the only thing you have at the end of the day. When I was going through a lot of the stuff in my father's house, and he's no longer with us anymore, what I found in the house, which was honestly the most important thing, were his photos. Photos I haven't seen in 10 or 15 years Instantaneously, when I see them, I get transported back into who I was as a person, my memories, my fears, the anxieties, the, the entertainment, the highs and the lows of a picture that I saw going to the Camden Aquarium. I instantly start remembering all the facets of that. And then I started to really gauge while I was going through the old pictures of my father, my grandmother, my grandfather, the importance of pictures, the importance of having some type of documentation to the past, because at the end of the day, it's who you are. It's kind of a playbook of your whole entire history. And then material goods such as computers or watches or cars, they're great at the moment. They dissipate over time. They break down. They no longer work anymore. But those experiences that you have in the past, those family reunions, those trips to Ripley's Believe It or Not, those barbecues, those Saturday afternoons just hanging at the park, those never go away. They're always there, edged in memory. And they're not edged in memory because you don't remember. They're still possibly edged in photos or stories or just even experiences talking with people. Myrtle Beach, I don't think we took or I don't have any images of that particular time or those experiences. There are probably a few somewhere, but I haven't seen any. And I honestly believe that if I had some of those pictures or we had some of those pictures, memories would be coming left and right of my experiences that were there. And I can tell a very robust story of 
story A, B, or C. So what I took from that, and what I'm kind of learning now is the importance of taking pictures or the importance of documenting your experiences such as this podcast and why I created the podcast is such important because there are going to be times that 15, 20, 30 years or maybe a few weeks from now, the stories and experiences that we have, you barely remember. And having these documentations or this ex- showing these experiences via photos not only can rekindle your memory of those experiences, but it allows your legacies, your you know, family, your possible children in the future to see the experiences that you had as well. Because at the end of the day, the material things that you have, like your fancy coats or your houses or wherever, will dissipate, they'll move on. But those pictures, those memories, those experiences will constantly stay not only with you, but will be memories that your children can pass down to their children and so on. This podcast doesn't have a story that entertains the masses, I would say. It might have a more important message, and that message is find the importance of remembering the small moments, of remembering time with family, of documenting your time with either Instagram or Snapchat, or just take photos on your phone. Just document it because 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now, when you want to rekindle the past experiences, when you might not be able to physically do it anymore, or you want to just talk to those stories to others, you have some documentation just to rekindle your memory and will continue your name and your legacy throughout not only your life, but your children's life and your children's children's life. A little, I guess, recommendation or experience that I had and me trying to find the story of Myrtle Beach really allowed me to put to words the feelings I've been feeling over the last few years of the and continue not only your memory, but your legacy in the future. While in Myrtle Beach, here are just a few places I recommend going to make sure you enjoy your experience as much as possible. Again, I want to preface it, being with the family, we didn't do a lot more than really just hang out at the beach or with one another at the resort, and we just did some general family things outside the resort. While some of the suggestions, I admit, do sound basic, I still remember having a fun time while doing it. The first location I recommend going to is obviously the beach. The beach in downtown Myrtle Beach While it might be crowded, it might not have that open atmosphere. They definitely have something called Broadway at the beach, which is basically their boardwalk. Again, it has a lot of games, food options, tourist attraction places. So if you really get that boardwalk experience, going to uh, Broadway at the beach is a great experience. And while you're down there as well, some of the amusement park rides, I definitely recommend going on the Sky Wheel. It's a humongous Ferris wheel that you can get a great views of the beach and the coastline. And so that's a few dollars to get on, but it's it's a good experience just to kind of get the whole view of Myrtle Beach and have a relaxing amusement park ride. 
Speaking of amusement parks, I also recommend going to the Family Kingdom amusement park. Again, if you're bringing a lot of families, having roller coasters, bumper cars, games to win prizes and stuff. If you want that general atmosphere right by the beach, I definitely recommend going to the Family Kingdom amusement park. For the golf aficionados out there, I'd also recommend going to Mini Golf at Mount Atlantis uh, Minotaur Golf. It's a great place, one place on miniature golf. Again, be close to the beach and have great t- family time. Another place I recommend going to is Ripley's Believe It or Not. Uh, it was a great place for me to go. You see different type of wax figures, different interesting, mysterious uh, places and uh, things of that nature. Me and my family, we had a very enjoyable time there, going to different mystery zones and not being tricked to a certain degree in different areas. So if you really want to have a good time with family, it's a place you should definitely go to. And lastly, if you're a big medieval fan, I definitely recommend going to Medieval Times Dinner. It's a great show. It's around two hours. Again, it's kind of like its own amusement park within the, the auditorium. You can buy trinkets. You can pretend you're back in the medieval times. And they have a, a knight's show where they have knights kind of fight one another to be the knight of the day. And each one separated by a different color in your section. And you also get a great smorgasbord of food like a turkey leg and uh, drinks of like, not alcohol. So you want to drink drinks if you want to, but there's big drinks and goblets. So it's a great experience. Uh, I definitely recommend going if you're in the Myrtle Beach area. So yeah, these are some of the locations I recommend going. Like I said, it's very family-friendly because that's the memories that I have down there and places I've been to. And it, this will probably change if I went down there now as an adult. But again, if you're trying to get that family atmosphere and experience, these places will really make your time memorable. Thanks for listening to this chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike. As I said earlier... This was a trip that was more remembered for the time I spent with my family during the last summer before entering the real world with adult responsibilities for me. And it also goes back to the importance of truly finding ways to document or remember those times because over the course of time, the memories which were so transparent years ago become a fleeting recollection over the course of time. So truly trying to find ways to document those times so you can always remember them. And lastly, if you do decide to travel, do make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.